What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there. Welcome back. Yeah, you're hearing that, right? It's my voice on a Monday because this week I'm coming to you every day. I have something special. I have brought together members from my Consistent Business Builder Mastermind, and we've recorded five episodes where they are just talking about their growth. Now, part of what we do in the Consistent Business Builder Mastermind is we set and hit goals. But the problem with that is that it can feel very um, (laughs) terrible, right? Sometimes that can feel terrible because there's this part in between setting and hitting a goal. And that segment of that process is the growth part of goals. And so what each of these groups of people this week, every day are going to come and talk to you about is their experience of growth. And so they're different people every day and they all have different stories. They all have different experiences with growth, setting their goals, hitting their goals, and the process of growing their business. And I love that I get to bring and feature them to you guys. So today's first group of people, I actually, it was the first people I recorded and I forgot to have them introduce themselves. So I'm going to introduce them to you right now. You're going to hear them in this episode, and then you can go to the show notes and you can click the links to go and explore them more. So let me introduce them, and then I'm going to send you over into the episode. Kate Saffel is a life coach for moms and the host of the Streamlined Motherhood podcast. She helps moms overcome the daily struggles and love mom life again. Violetta Maravoa helps real estate agents build thriving six-figure businesses without working 24-7. Jen Navarro helps energetic healers build their businesses feeling light. Heather Kerr is a former international tax lawyer churned life coach and artist. She understands what it feels like to wake up feeling trapped and empty in a great job. Heather helps high achievers step into their creative power, get unstuck, and embrace life. This is a roundtable conversation about goals. This series features the real experience of what happens between setting the goal and hitting a goal. Because what so many of us don't think about is that we spend 99% of our time in the achieving of the goal and only 1% in the actually having of the goal. And a goal is just about deciding who you're becoming next, right? You know you hit the goal because you have the result. But before you hit that goal, between setting and hitting that goal, you experience growth. Our brains aren't trained to see growth. And when you don't teach your brain to see the growth, 
It's going to feel like you're not making any progress towards who you're becoming next. This podcast series is about featuring the growth of the in-between. Okay, let's jump right in. What is the goal you want? I want to have a coaching business where I'm coaching one-on-one and groups of healers growing their businesses. And when you think about like that goal, right? Because you already have that. Maybe not the group part or like all the pieces, but when you think about the goal in the future, that thing you want, is it a dollar amount? Like how will you know when you reached it? I think it's a person amount. Okay. Yeah. It'll be um, for a little, this is another, you know, point of my growth is I wavered back and forth between having 20 people and 15 when I started when I started having mind drama about my time and then I things thoughts that were contributing to this like time crunch that I was feeling once I grew into them let go of certain thoughts and like an identity of mine that I didn't realize was like causing me to have this, you know, scarce time scarcity. Um, I let go of it. I was, I went from 20 to 15 to 20. So now I still want 20 and then I want to have a group. So it'd be awesome to have a mastermind of um, really ambitious, energetic healers who want to really do, you know, like I foresee the people who I work with wanting, wanting to be like Gabby Bernstein's. Like I want my, the people who I'm working with to have like that sort of ambition. Huh. So you have this, like when you think about the goal and the place you're going, it's still a place where you have a full one-on-one client load and a group that you're starting because you just have so much demand for what you're doing. Yeah. So that's the result. That's the goal you're heading towards. Now I want you to think about the work you're doing, the in-between. What's the growth looked like for you to become the person who has that as your results? Um, lots and lots of crying. <laughs> In front of groups, my mastermind groups, on my own, quitting on myself, then not quitting on myself, then realizing, wait a second, Elizabeth's right about the thought work. Why do you keep on trying to be defiant against it (laughs) so um in it like i would think i would have thought in the beginning of my business journey that my you know like i would steadily be getting clients more and more each month and it was going to be like and i know you said growth doesn't look like that or like you know hitting your goals doesn't look like that but i was like no i'm different mine is going to look like that and so in me adjusting and understanding who it is that i'm serving and who i'm becoming Like I even see when I have consultations, if I get a no, but I understand why, and I understand, is this person, the person that, you know, I, I coach, are they really, you know, my client, my ideal client and not in a way where I'm judging them. It's just, is this my person? It used to like knock me down when I would get a no, because I thought it was a rejection for me. Like I was being rejected. But I don't think it's rejection anymore. I just think that the more no's I get from people who aren't my person, it it gets me more focused on who my person is and why I'm the perfect person to get them to that huge goal because I'm focused so like specifically on them, their problems, how to grow them. 
So if they're at that point in their business that I'm now looking at, I didn't even realize this is what I wanted outside of like, honestly, Elizabeth, it was like the brainwashing. I'm like, holy crap, I brainwashed myself and it worked. And it's like, and I finally did it in a way where it was like in alignment with what I, like I wanted instead of looking at other coaches' businesses and who they serve. And when I got to like really get my brain like in line with what like my dreams were, where I thought my energy was headed, then like the thought work plus all of the other stuff, it's just, I don't know if it feels good. I don't know if I answered the question or just rambled right now. <laughs> just just interject, was... sorry, just to interject, like I had exactly the same experience as you, Jen. Like when I, I think Elizabeth, when you interviewed me for um, being in the mastermind group, the question or the observation you made to me was, you have a lot of thoughts about other people. <laughs> and it's true. like. When I began my tra trajectory, I thought that I was just going to walk in. I'd had a successful career before, and I thought I would just launch in and immediately be a sought-after life coach. And when it didn't happen, I shifted my brain for an entire year to gather evidence about how I'd failed. So the evidence was all about what other people were doing and all the other coaches who were succeeding. And I felt like I wasn't succeeding. And... Like, I was obsessed with that. Like, all my thoughts were about other people and what they were doing. And I feel like an entirely different person right now. So when we talk about growth, for me, it's like shifting my thought about, here's the thought that's worked for me. Like, in the daily work, we come up with all these thoughts to believe in our goals. And it's just been this incredible repetitive but incredibly helpful process because every day I come up with different thoughts but the thought that keeps coming up that always serves me whenever I practice it during the day is I love my people like I love my people and like whatever situation comes up like I do a post and people don't watch it or or, or read it or um, I'm struggling with my thoughts about a client or whatever if I just kind of go back and go I just love them. And like, I really feel it. Like, but we also went through a thing about really, really feeling and generating that emotion. And then when I start with the feeling and then I go backwards, like I get all the thoughts and all the actions that I need. And it just shifts because everybody's saying like, wow, you know, like it feels like you're a different person or I feel like you're, well, you would get this Jen, right? Like I feel like your energy is so different. Heather, what I think is so cool is that like you were focusing on other people and like people commented on how different you were, your own growth, when you just shifted your focus to thinking and loving them. I think that's yes. a cool piece of growth because yes. it's so simple and yet mm -hmm. profound. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing that's great about it, right, is instead of being in the river of misery, I'm shifting back to love. And, you know, the great thing about love is it's a, a feeling that I have in my body. Mm -hmm. I don't have to rely on anybody else to feel that way. And it's the best feeling. So it means that as, as I grow my business, as I go through my hurdles, I can always come back to that. And so I can, when, when I used to hear people say, oh, you just have to enjoy the process. And I thought, you have to be, yes. you know, effing kidding me, right? Like, <laughs> what do you mean enjoy the process? Like, it's totally impossible. But just this shifting back, like just, oh, no, no, wait a minute. I control my thought, my feelings. And I can, I know how to shift back into love. And as I practice it, it gets easier and easier. Yes, yes. 
Yeah. Ah, and I and I feel the same way as as Heather because that that has been a lot of struggle, you know, for me, as well. Uh, feeling very attached to the outcome and kind of, uh, and now having a process because I'm I'm um, very practical and logical person, and I I always go to the how to how I can you know do that and now um with this um workbooks that elizabeth gave us i'm talking about the mastermind that's so helpful because i understand first the how to process how what um exercises i need to do in order to let's say get to my feelings or the thoughts that create these feelings or the circumstances and my thoughts about the circumstances but also the why behind the the how to why i need to take this process and it's kind of giving me like a path to what i need to work on and and just seeing that's happening and and just shifting my emotions and elevating my emotions and taking actions from this feeling of love as as you said, thinking of my and how to do it, that that helps me a lot, because before uh, how I was before I came around two years ago, I came around the model and all of this stuff that I I never knew that you know you can actually shift your mindset and 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 how that that's gonna reflect your uh, results. Uh, I've been in business for over two decades in different industry, and I've been always the hustler, do, do it, do it, do it, you know, taking action, hard work, which brought me to burnout and overwhelm several times and quitting these businesses. And and when I came around two years ago to, to the coaching, and that's how I decided that that's that might be my, my new career from now on, and that's how I... I need to help real estate agents who are the hustlers and work like 60 plus hours a week and that there is another way they can actually build their businesses around their lifestyle and and on their own terms and there is no right way you need to do it this way in order to get the results it's, it's just their way they they can design their business so that's my my goal <laughs> huh. Well, and I see, Violetta, some of the growth in you is, and, and I think you were just talking about this in the group, is like, how are you growing into your goal? And one of the things you said was that you are fit, like seeing it through, right? Like, like rather than having tons and tons of ideas and then jumping from one to another. And I mean, when we think about where we're going and what we're creating, that's a huge pattern to break. Yes, yes, it is. And also getting into, because I've been always very impressed uh, impatient and always rushing, rushing, and you know, I got gotta get it done right now. Yesterday, it needs to get done yesterday. And this energy didn't bring me the results, and I, I, I was just out of option until I found your old stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm, that's the last resort. I'm gonna try this, and if it doesn't work, I, I don't know. And now getting myself into calm into enough into loving me first and accepting me and being aware into my mind patterns and and then just not going into judging and 
you know, and beating up myself. And, and that also helps me with, with my marriage, my relationship with my kids. They, they, they can see that. It just, um, yeah. And I feel much better inside. It's not like all this fight inside of me and, and looking to change my circumstances, living by the beach or going to different country, which I did for six months to make me happier, which did not. You, you need to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I relate so much to all of you ladies mm -hmm. and how you have grown over the last several months towards your goal. Uh, Violetta, I really relate with you on the hustle because I had this belief that if I did more, I could be more, I could accomplish more. And I think that's something that I've seen in myself is that as I have learned to relax, which I think is a skill to be able to turn off my brain from thinking about business all the time and, and to just be present and to be in love um, with what's happening in my life, right? Because our lives are more than just our businesses. I've seen growth in my business resulting from that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a really great point because you guys mentioned this and I think about this with my own life, but how is your growth in your business, right? On the way to your goal impacted the other areas of your life? For me, uh, with my husband, let's say, for, for instance, um, like I, I'm, I'm always the judger. I always find I'm critical because I'm very critical of myself and I, I want, you know, I'm putting high standards of myself that I need to, you know, to learn that, to be that, ta, 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 ta. and then that that comes around toward other people that I want them to, you know. And now when I'm doing this work and I'm accepting myself for who I am and I start loving myself, I'm like, okay, that he is what he is. He's a, I'm, I'm just look. I don't look for the negative, you know, things that I don't like in him. I'm looking for for the things I love. And it's just like, I don't know, it's a game changer. Yes. Yeah. Instead of blaming him, I'm just kind of, yeah. One of the things I noticed is, um, I think, Elizabeth, you role, role modeled for me the idea that calm can be a feeling that actually is productive. And I've always been a high-stress high person. And in, when I first learned the model, another coach said, you know, calm isn't a product, you know, it's not a feeling that will ever create productive activity. So I'd kind of rolled that out. So you role modeled, like everybody has to agree. She's got the calmest voice in the world, right? So it's just like when I'm doing that self-coaching every morning, I usually try to find that feeling of calm. And I can tell you that my family <laughs> definitely notices, right? Because it's like, oh, that's a choice. Oh, that's like, I don't have to fight uh, to try to change things. I can just get calm. I can just relax. And I can kind of trust in my own belief in myself and my belief in other people, right? So it's not just business. It's the way I'm showing up in my family and with my kids and with my friends and everything. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, something that I feel that I learned from Elizabeth was how to accept myself that it was something i have always struggled with because i have tied my identity 
and my business as being one and the same. And so if my business wasn't doing well, then I, I haven't been doing well. And as I've learned to accept myself, I can see how that has um, trickled out to my children and really seeing them and loving them and accepting them for who they are and my husband um, and even in uh, friendships and relationships. You know what, Kate, um, you, what you just said, um, what did you just say about like, Elizabeth taught me how to accept myself too. Yes. And I didn't even like really realize until when you said it, this phrase popped into my head about my previous career as a makeup artist. And we used to say, and this is horrible, but you're only as good as your last gig. So that was sure. <laughs> yeah. This is why I'm like, now I'm revealing why I'm so like wound into my business and then like slowly allowing myself to release. But literally it was like, well, did you shoot for Vogue? How much was your day rate on the last job? What are you doing next? When's your next advertisement? And it was like all of this, like tying in who I am to the job that I do and the caliber of people that I'm working with and, and taking a step back and allowing myself to be like, okay, maybe I am exactly the person that is my people are looking for now as I am right now today that was like that's like mind-blowing to me still you know it's still a thought that's in my um <laughs> in my brainwashing recording I don't know what to call that but it's, <laughs> it's something that I'm still practicing and it, I mean I feel it working because I mean I've let go of so much just through that exercise. How has, I, I love that you guys, because when I think about, and even when I think about my clients, right? Cause whatever we're, we're all selling coaching, but the reality is, is that the deeper we are with how our life is impact, not just the result we sell, but like our whole life, it's like those roots that go through to us just selling what we sell. Cause we're like, I mean, I know you're going to get the thing I sell, but like, seriously, you're going to get so much more. And it makes what we sell so much easier to sell. And so it's like, I always want you guys to be thinking about how does this impact my whole life? Cause that's what you're giving other people too. So how, how has seeing other people grow and hit results, right? Like hit goals, hit milestones, but even just seeing them grow, how has that helped you grow? I, I want to jump in here because this has been the most dramatic shift for me because before when I was in groups, because I had all these judgments about other people because of myself, I couldn't handle hearing about other people's successes. And I also couldn't look at my own data. Like I was just filled with shame about all of it. And this process has been actually quite healing at a really deep level because you teach us how to look at our data as neutral. And once I could see my own data as neutral, I actually, like, this is one of the things I celebrate when some people in our group are having amazing results. And now when I see it, my thought isn't like, what's wrong with me? And they're doing so well. It's like, oh, I could do that too. And because I'm in a group with her, I get to see what her thoughts are. And you know what? I can even borrow them. Mm. So I've completely shifted how I view other people and uh, I have a much greater ability to celebrate what they're doing. 
I totally feel you, Heather. I was, yep. I mean, I, it's easy for me to get jealous. That's another emotion that I'm still working on. And like, I found myself recently just being like happy for the success that I'm seeing in a way that it was like, oh, wow, that's, that's funny. It feels like I did it, <laughs> but I know I, I mean, like I didn't, <laughs> but I, I can't remember who popped up last. I think it was Jennifer um, Brown who popped up with like the amount of money that she made this month. I was like, I am so happy for this right now. And I was like, that's different. That's cool. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, for me, um, this has been such a different community to be in, in the sense of, you know, I feel surrounded by women who are all growing and we're growing in different ways and we're learning in different ways. But what it's done for me is opened my mind to what's possible because I'm not getting this in my normal friend circles. So being able to see all of your results and think like, wow, that's possible for me too, has helped me moving along toward my goals. Yeah. And I can say the same. I actually, I'm having some knots from before and now. And um, my predominant feelings were like judgment, toward myself mostly, shame, doubt, uncertainty, scarcity, like, you know, let's say for business, you, I'm going to run out of money, stuff like that. And now, nowadays, since I know what I need to do and that it's possible for me to, to shift and elevate my, um, my emotions to, um, Nowadays, I operate from more love, from more calm, from um, more gratitude, from enoughness, because I always, I've been thinking that, okay, once I get to, to this, uh, you know, let's say money goal, or once I, once I do that, when I, once I hit that, then I'll be happy. So I, nev I never was living in a present moment i was always like rushing and and actually when i analyze my life back when i go i kind of don't even remember events because i haven't been present like i don't remember we've been to that place i always my mind has been running somewhere in the future when i get to this result so this learning all of this it it's kind of and and I'm not I'm I'm just scratching the surface. I'm not even anywhere near. And you got the the, the keys to to just sit down and do the work every day, which is also not easy. But when you know that it's like a workout for your mind, you and it benefits you, then yeah. Yeah, don't you find, Violetta, like, uh, this is what I find for me, that it's the days where I least feel like doing it that I've developed the commitment to do it anyway. And then it's yeah. like, oh, that was just I know. a thought. I know. And, and I can, can I give you an example? Uh, just recently, uh, like three, three days ago, um, so I was in this mind drama about upcoming masterclass that I've been launching for this new program I'm creating for real estate agents. And I was like, okay, it's not good. I'm not, I'm not good. Nobody will like it. I'm confusing them. I'm that, I'm that. And then my old me will 
just go there. And I was thinking to send an email to everybody and just cancel and, and just quit. And that the old me will do that, going to the action and just act, react to, to my feelings because it was like whole day. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be, you know, I got to just sit down, calm down and work um, and solve this with my my thoughts, elevating, you know, my thoughts. And that's what I did. And the other day I did the masterclass. It, it went, it went great. And I, so that, that this is to prove that it's possible. You can, you can, you know, change, you're capable to change your feelings from what you have in your head. So how has, because one of the things I love is that as coaches, right, we grow our own minds and we set goals and we grow into the like person who has that easily and we're constantly pushing ourselves. How has this focus on growth, right? Because the default is, is if we're not focusing on growth, we're just measuring and judging ourselves to the, the actual having of the goal. How has you, how have you focusing on growth in your business helped you actually coach your clients better, helping them focus on growth? Well, for me, a, a couple things happened, like, because I lost my thoughts that produce shame and find my dad a neutral, I'm a lot more willing to share authentically. And so basically what I do and the things that I'm writing that are quite popular, are I'm focusing on my own journey. And I talk about issues that I know that my clients share. I know the people I'm trying to serve that they, they have these feelings, they have these thoughts, but they think nobody else feels that way. So I talk about it. Um, I wouldn't have done that before. I used to think I had to come across as perfect and kind of together because my clients tend to be high achieving, like executives and people like that. And I thought, well, you know, I can't reveal <laughs> any struggles, like that would be terrible. So it's like, just the love and then willing to share all of it. And like, I'm constantly thinking about, oh, like now that I've learned this thing, I can help my clients this way. Even though I don't coach on business, I coach on something totally different. It doesn't matter, like it's all the same process. Yeah, and I would say that one of the things that I have worked on personally is my belief in myself and in my business. And, you know, I have come to terms with belief being an up and down, and I'm slowly evening it out, right? I'm not having like such the highs and lows, but when I am out of belief, I am I'm more gracious to myself. I'm more accepting and I can offer that to my clients as well. So when they are struggling, when they show up for a call and they're like, I just can't do this, and they're out of belief, I can see that and I can guide them back to their belief because I've been through it myself. You know what, um, Kate, it's so funny because the way that I was thinking about it. So I, in reinforcing my belief around how the model even works, how thoughts create our results. For my, for me, I had gone like, it's not off track really because it brought me back around in such a strong way, but like starting to work on my growth in my belief of the model and how thoughts create our results and then showing it to myself 
now my coaching of my clients' thoughts and the way that I can translate. It's funny because Violetta is saying that it's like, you know, the woo-woo stuff of the model. I'm like, no, my people are like, that's like scientific for my people, right? My people are like, no, you know, like the energetic vibration of my clients is, and I'm like, okay, we're going to go, what does that thought feel like to you? And they're like, what thought? It's <laughs> talking about energetic vibration. So now because of me growing in my belief of even the process and reinforcing that for myself, I can coach my clients even stronger and in a way that it like gets their result to stick. And I, I forgot that part. Um, but it took me like wandering away from the model, doing exactly what my clients are doing, coming back to it, and then remembering why I coach them, what I know that they don't know yet. I kind of laughed the other day, Jen, because you had that meme about retrograde. And I was like, what? I'm pretty sure she was one who would be telling us it's retrograde. That's the problem. It's not my thoughts. <laughs> like all my memes are about me. So if you feel called out, <laughs> just know I'm literally just making them about myself. <laughs> yeah. And Jen, you're absolutely right about we need to re remind our brains about because we just keep forgetting. And this is another practice. We just need to keep going. And I'm a new, um, um, with Kate and uh, with Heather, on uh, the self-concept first, that this is another shift that happened to me because I joined, when I joined this master uh, mind, uh, somewhere like two, three years ago, I lost my mojo and my confidence and anything. I was, you know, so focus on, on me, 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 how I talk, I speak with an accent. I, I had all kinds of insecurities about, and now I learned that by focusing on, that I need actually to, you know, to think about my client and just, just, just uh, changing this perspective and focusing on not on me and who I want to help and how I help them where they are, that, that, also um, helping with my result, like for instance, like last month, because I've been, I, I'm new to, to, to all of this. So um, I'm still learning how to do that. But like last month, uh, what, first I decided to go all in. Um, and because before I've been like, okay, I'll see, I'll just... Uh, check the water if it's gonna work. I'm still into this, my real estate business. I'm here and there. And then I made the decision that I'm just going to go all in. And that, that has changed, uh, that showed in my results. Like for instance, I've got some numbers like for the last um, 10 days, I grew my list, email list to 50 people. And I'm actually talking to people because I improved my messaging how I, as Heather says I, I kind of put myself out there and and just uh, and just I'm vulnerable and and thinking what they might be where they might be in their business and how I can help them and and just I'm being me and I'm speaking my truth and not afraid if other people won't like me. And then um, I've, in this masterclass, um, I've got 
people who showed up and that that's that's a big like win for me because it's and then i've got also people who want to to talk working with me on one-on-one so that shows up just uh, you know this month by just making a decision that i'm uh going all in in this okay you guys yeah, Violetta, i really found that go ahead oh sorry um violetta i really found that like making decisions was yeah. the, one of the most important things. Everything I think of, it's like, oh no, that was the most important thing I've learned. But this like was so important. It was like, we did this thing where it was just like, okay, this, like, this week, we're just gonna decide. We're gonna decide like who our client is, what our niche is, like what our offer is, what our funnel is. And we're just gonna stick with that. Yes. And I spent two years like taking every single course like from everybody, from spiritual people, That's me. from coaches, <laughs> from marketing. Like I had signed up for so many courses and right before masterminds started, I'd signed up for a different program, a different marketing thing, all of it. Right. And I, after that week, I just decided this is all I'm doing. All that other stuff can exist. I'm not actually going to take it because it's the focus, right? is the focus on the one thing that allows me to go deep into my thoughts and tweak things and learn from myself. You can't really learn from yourself if you don't make a decision. Yes. If you're all yes, over the map. Yes. This is some me signing and looking for answers somewhere else, not from myself. This program will help me, this, this, this. And now I'm realizing that it's up to me, as Elizabeth said. I'm the only person who who can make the change and who can do it. That's another thing. Also, every problem is a tough problem. That's another, I'm just getting it now, internally. Before I was understanding that intellectually, now I'm, I, I, I can see how I, you, you know, I can really shift things. And following through, you made a decision that was a biggie for me, and, and I actually, I did it this month because I make a decision, then I get to, to this fear part, you know, it's happening and I, I'm getting this scarcity that it might happen and now what? And now I'm freaking out and then I'm like, okay, it's not gonna work. And then I'm quitting altogether and I'm starting with another project and, and all this energy and all of this stuff to, and that's been a pattern like for years or sign for an, another program because this program is not gonna. And, and then, then realizing that I actually, I know I have everything I need, everything. I just need to, to, to follow through. And like I was just, you know, getting ready to quit on this one that I decided, but I'm like, okay, I'm gonna finish and complete one thing till the end and then evaluate what I did, do a debrief and then see and maybe repeat the same process but make it better with the same program what i'm offering so i don't need to reinvent the wheel again just keep making it better you know that that's a that's a biggie yeah ah 
Right. And that's, that's one of the things I love is that when I think about teaching mindset, I think about how we have all these programs and these strategies out there. And it's like, it's like, they're this thing over here and then there's our brain. And it's like, for some reason, working on our brain and mindsets, just like alternative versus like, but when we're left thinking it's alternative, we're like, oh, the problem is I'm not doing the program right or something's wrong with me. And it's like, or we just never built the brain muscle to execute the thing all the way through. Mm-hmm. And when we learn that it's normal, it's like, oh, I could just have one program or I could make my own program or whatever. So I think that's an excellent point. So ladies, last question as we wrap this roundtable up. <laughs> I want you to fast forward in the future to the version of you who's created the business she wants. Maybe it's a $100,000 business, right? I'm saying money is just like that milestone marker because you will know when you hit it. Maybe it's 100000 Maybe it's 300000 Maybe it's a million. Wherever in the future you want to fast forward to. And I want you to think about what that version of you, right? It's done. That goal you want, it's done. What does she come back and say to current you going through all the stuff, right? Like you're in it. And I think about an example of this as like a woman who's pregnant. If she fast forwards to having a six month old baby or even day of birth, right? Brand new baby. What would she say to pregnant her, right? She would love her. She would encourage, she would like, oh my gosh, this baby, right? Whatever she would say, I want you to think of that same kind of place, but your future business. What does that future version of you say to you right now? first thing that popped into my head was, oh, honey, you're just getting started. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's right. Or, or something like, I can figure anything out. Just, I got it. You got it, if I'm going to say. And then um, I'm going to say, it's always been working because everything actually is happening for you. And, you know, not all the failures, everything, it's actually learning and something. I really starting to believe that, that it's everything is happening for us. Even, even if we, we just, just need to change our perspective of, about looking at things and, and opening our mind and not just sitting in a box and, and just looking at what we've been taught from the society or whatever our background is. Yeah, Just, or what looks I, true, what pretends to be true. Sometimes you're right, Violeta, yes. I love that visual. We sit in the box thinking, no, I think it's true, therefore it must be. I think my future itself, self would just say, it's really simple. Just remember to trust the process, you know, have fun and just love your people and it's just going to happen naturally. And just don't waste another moment. Like, worrying about the future projecting bad things because that's the only thing that will take you off track yes i i agree with you so much heather and i feel like going along with that for me two thoughts i keep coming back to if i was thinking for my future self is that this is inevitable which just provides me with that that stability that consistency of like yes i'm just staying on this track and i'm it's gonna happen And also something that I know that I need to hear is to not be afraid of being the most powerful version of myself and just stepping into that. Tell us what that actually sounds like, Kate. If your future self was telling you that right now, how does that sound? 
Cause you're yeah. like summarizing it, but I want you to say, I am <laughs> talking to you. Yes. Yeah. So for me, what that looks like is being courageous, being brave, being vulnerable, um, taking risks, overcoming fear. And for me, because I coach moms, um, I can really relate to their identity issues and really stepping into this version of myself as a powerful businesswoman, not just a mom, but a woman with her own dreams and desires and following that path all the way until I reach those goals that I've set for myself in the future. Yeah. So maybe your future self is saying something so simple as Kate, you are a powerful businesswoman. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about the comfort of my future self is like going to that place. It's like, it is part of the brainwash. It's part of teaching our brain. Like I did it. I like, there's a space in this, in this, I don't know, world. It's not currently in the world, but in the future, I already hit the goal. And when we believe from that space, it's almost like there's this, a part inside of our body, a space that's created for that future person of who we're becoming and that belief and they get to speak to us and they get to comfort us back. And that's part of our growth. Cause otherwise we're like, I don't know if I hit it. How could I ever be sure? Cause I just decided. Elizabeth, some of my thoughts are in your voice. And then when they switch to mine, I'm like, yes, it's mine now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's still Elizabeth's voice. Got to practice this more. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's what we're really all here for is just to steal all of your thoughts. <laughs> That's what I always think when I look at people, you guys, I'm like, what do they think differently than I think? Because their thoughts make them a lot of money. Because then you know what? I used to listen to podcasts or read books from like, oh, well, what are they telling me to do? Or how do I? And now I'm like, oh, they think that sometimes it's one thought. And I'm like, what? That's totally different than what I think. That's a great question though. What do you guys, what's one thought that you've heard me say or somebody else and you're like, oh my gosh, I never thought to thought that. But now that I think that, I can see how that changes. It's working. It's mm. working. <laughs> Mine is, it's your thoughts. <laughs> Literally I'm like, hey, maybe it is Mercury retrograde. It's your, I'm like, okay, it's my thoughts. Fine. My yes. Thoughts. <laughs> I, I think it's really just, it's done. Mm. No, it's done. I can pretend that it's done, right? I can feel that it's done now. Yeah. And I would say for me, the most transformational thought that I have learned from you, Elizabeth, is just that it's possible. Mm, I mean, I yes. remember listening to your podcast last year and it was your episode on, I think, how you earned 9,000, right? And it was the possibility statement and that blew my mind. And I was like, oh yeah, these ideas I have, they are possible. And that opened up a whole new world for me of, of growth in my business. And yeah, I, I think, think another one for me was just, um, even if the results are slow at the beginning, I have a goal of making 500,000, right? So I like to say, I'm just on my way to making 500,000. And that was one of your thoughts that I found really helped me shift things. Because mm -hmm. it, it got back into what you said, Kate about stepping into your power, right? Like being the powerful person now. And, and we're allowed, to, it's like, we're allowed to do that, right? Yeah. We're allowed to be powerful now. What I love about all of these thoughts for everybody listening is that they're so 
simple. And yet that simplicity is sometimes what we judge and we push to the side and we're like, mm, couldn't possibly, but right. We like let that simpleness go out one year and in the other. And I think what all of you guys show in your businesses and in your growth is that you don't just see it as some simple four letter word or sentence, but instead you're like, no, this is something I'm learning to like, like dig into every part of my mind and my business to grow from that. It is possible that it is done, that it is a thought that it is working and letting that simplicity change you. So thank you ladies for coming on today and being an example for everybody listening about the process in between having a goal, that growth stage. And for everybody listening, I'm going to link up exactly who they are, what their faces look like, where you can find them, <laughs> what they coach on so that you can connect with them deeper. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.